0: Hey there, it's me Denise Lee and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about using stories to sell. Yes, this is a complete strategy conversation. So this is one of those get out your pen, get out your paper or whatever your favorite writing utensils are because we're going to dive into some psychology about selling in an easy and a really fun kind of way so you're going to really enjoy this episode i know i will you're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break Hey there, and we're back, but before we dive into today's episode, I want to kindly ask you to go ahead and subscribe, so that way as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to receive it instantly, and I would like to send an invitation to write me a review on wherever you're listening that way, it makes me know that you're enjoying specific things, and it helps other people to locate this podcast easier. So, thank you in advance for that. Now, this episode is definitely something that I've been thinking about uh, for quite some time, in in the sense of I didn't realize the power of stories, and we. we we all tell stories like all the time we like for example if i ask you tell me about your first kiss right you're not going to just say i kissed my first, my my spouse or my future spouse or whoever in 1992, you're going to like talk about the backstory behind it. You're going to be talking about your emotions and everything that you were feeling and how you felt afterwards. It's not going to just be simply a date, right? So if you understand that as humans, as like we are people who really feel connected through that the chronology, the emotions, the experiences that revolved around an event or a situation, it would stand to reason that we also need to be implementing that into how we sell. Because look, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but everyone who deals with me as a customer, like, I truly do care about them. I truly want to make sure that they are getting the most out of um, our, our time working with one another. And the way I know that they're getting the most bang for the buck is if they have the most meaningful impact with their audience, with their, who are they're working with. And I realize by far it is through stories. And so today, I'm going to kind of just peel back the scenes um, and kind of talk about kind of the methodology of what very famous storytellers have used. Um, I think about um, the the stories through um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Stephen Covey. I think about even, heck, even basic military books like The Art of War by Sun Tzu. I think about The Prince by Machiavelli. I think about... All these really famous books are famous for reasons because it's chop loaded with stories, but the stories have purpose. Stories were driven for a certain outcome. So we're going to like talk about the nuts and bolts of that. But if you haven't already um, looked more about me, please go ahead and do that. I'm on denisechili.com. I've got tons of articles and other resources that will kind of help you kind of carve your focus in your business, if you haven't kind of figured out what you want to do already, I want to make sure that you're in the right path. So just go ahead and hit me up at denisechili.com. Got tons of resources for you, and I know that there will be one article from me or from some another contributor um, that I think it's going to provide you a lot of value. So go ahead and do that. But let's get back to our time with one another. So. The nuts and bolts, and overall, in telling a great story is uh, four parts, and we're going to go through each of them um, together. But the first one is to know yourself. And you may ask yourself, like, well, I'm just telling a story. Like, why do I need to talk about, like, know myself? Well, here's the thing there's a reason why I titled this podcast for example the introverted entrepreneur because I knew that for me I as much as I love talking with people and interacting with people I don't I get drained um, after you know after a lot of you know conversations and talking with people after a while so um, I get my energy within, and so I have to kind of structure my business, and I have to structure my interactions so such that like it doesn't drain me dry, right? And so when you know yourself, you can be able to um, operate and work in a way and, and, and talk in a way where you can... Um, you're you're functioning. I guess that's the really best way of explaining it. Um, for example, as I'm talking with you right now, I don't, I can't talk off the fly. I don't talk extra I don't. In other words, I just don't talk um, with no script. I I do have a rough script of like what I'm sharing with you right now, but that's not because. I don't know what to say, but it's because I just want to make sure if nothing else, like I'm hitting like key ideas, key thought. So I remember like when, you know, with my first coach and she would just tell me, you know, go ahead and just turn on the video and just start talking. It'll be cool. Right. And it was just a hot sloppy mess. Cause like sometimes I would just forget what I was saying and I would forget, you know, what I wanted to talk about. And for me, like, like talking with you and communicating with you right now, even though this is recording, you're going to be listening to this later, like this feels the most natural, the feels the most comfortable for me. Um, I know as things will change, as my business will grow, like as I, I get exposed to more people, Obviously I'm not going to have this close intimacy with you the way I have right now but for me like this is the best way where I can feel calm I can feel relaxed I can I can just talk uninhibitedly I can just feel good so I need you to start asking yourself who are you how do you function the best right what what's your what's your mode that feels great for you are you a great writer right are you great doing what I'm doing right now and just recording a podcast. Are you a great Facebook liver or Instagram liver where you can just talk for like 10 minutes and just like have mental diarrhea <laughs> where you're like, you're just sharing everything that's on your mind. Like Own who you are and put, put, put things in place so that you don't have to feel embarrassed or ashamed about that. I think a lot of times I was just reading this book. um, It um, the book was called Captivate, and it's by Vanessa Van Edwards, I believe. And one of the things that she talked about in her book was a lot of people fail because they're you know in terms of connecting with people because they're putting themselves in situations where they just bomb, like they're just not working the room and uh she she gave the example, I believe, of of, of electing uh, Teddy Roosevelt and how he kind of worked through, he was the best on a one-on-one, and he kind of worked the room in like small little intimate areas throughout like the the, the um, party space where they were having some type of convention rather than just speaking in front of like a lot of people. Um, that worked for him. He worked to his strong suit, so I'm asking you, you need to work to your strong suit. And that's okay, like whatever that is, at least just be honest and open with yourself. and obviously we all grow we're all maturing at different rates, and um, you know, as you grow and mature, you'll be able to be, be stretched to other things, right? So I think that that's going to be really, really um, good for you, just to have that understanding, that basic understanding about who you are and what you do. The other thing that I want you to be really clear is, like knowing your audience. Knowing your audience is so, super important because here's the thing. I'm, I've already kind of done the demographics of who is listening. Most of my listeners here are female, ages between 25 and 34. Now, I'm not going to be talking about retirement funds and... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to be talking about, you know, first date struggles, right? So you notice how I'm like talking about different extremes, like retirement, like geared toward older people, or I'm talking about, you know, like me, like your first date, right? I'm not talking to kids. I'm not talking to teenagers. I'm, I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know... For the most part, I don't know your story intimately, but I know for the most part you are starting a business or you're thinking about a business or you're just trying to get the wheels off the ground and just get moving. And so I'm not going to be talking about issues that don't seem relevant like for example I'm not going to be talking to you about um, bid strategy so that you can be able um, for seed funding if you know if you're a startup like I like I'm not going to be talking in that kind of language I'm not going to be sharing stories are anecdotal to that because it's not relevant to you so I need you to start thinking about stories that are relevant to your core audience relevant to the people that matter to you so for example I'm I am really heavy. I do a mix of mindset and strategy. Like right now, we're having a straight up strategy conversation. But as you've been listening to my other podcast, I talk about mindset because I believe those things go hand in hand. For example, you can have all the strategy in the world, but if your mind is funky and you're struggling with insecurities and you're struggling with um, feelings that you aren't worthy to invest in yourself invest in your business none of the strategies that I'm going to be talking about will help you right so it's a friendly mix of the both the 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 of the both um and so that I need you to start thinking about like what are things that are obviously things that your audience needs, but more importantly, things that you can talk about for days on end. For me, and if I just have to be really transparent and just really, really honest with you, guys, I struggled for years when I had, this is comical as I say this out loud, but it's true, like I struggled when I first started, you know, first originally personal training and then later transitioning to business coaching, I really didn't want to ask anyone for help. I didn't really want to put myself out there and be vulnerable and, and be open to criticism and be open to judgment because I didn't want anyone to like poke holes in me and make me feel uncomfortable. And that's the hilarious thing about it is because it's <laughs> my job I was, as a as a coach, it was my job as a personal trainer, was to be loving and guiding and instructing, right? But I myself was fearful of it and I'm just laughing and it showed, it showed, um, and why my business didn't grow as fast as it could have been, you know? Because I didn't want to receive the coaching. I didn't want to receive the guidance myself. I just wanted to... Um, disperse information. And here's the thing, for all of my coaches and my consultants that are listening, listen up right now, listen real good. You can't give something that you haven't got yourself. And there will come a point where if you want to grow and expand, you're going to need to be under the discipleship, I, I think that's the best way to call it your discipleship or mentorship of someone that's pro, someone who has been walked walking ahead of you longer, who has been through all of the struggles that you have even like experienced yourself, right? you need someone who can just give you a healthy perspective on things right and that only comes from um going working with a coach working with somebody because they can be able to give you perspective they can be able to give you like guidance on things that that will really help you in the long run faster and um you can really tell people who are, who are being coached versus people who are winging it. And this is a really, I, I know we're, we're getting a little off bar from the whole story thing, but I'm using this story to explain why it's important to tell people that you are learning, you are growing, you are sharing, because that vulnerability, that is going to attract a lot more people than just complain. You know, trying to be the braggart, saying like you're the expert that you know everything. It's okay to say, "Hey, look, yeah, I'm I know a lot on X, Y, and Z, but I'm really uh, sometimes I struggle with G and I, right? That's okay. I want to let you manage expectations." I want you to understand that this is a process this is a journey especially if you are a healer or a coach or a consultant you don't and in fact it'd be really weird and scary if you proclaimed that you knew everything um I know like especially on social media everyone like and I think about LinkedIn in particular it just seemed like everybody leads with like I was looking at one body one person's profile the other day and they said um, sixty million in sales. You know, uh, uh, TEDx speaker. You know, uh, uh, award-winning coach or like whatever. And those are all the, that's all great, right? This says they have accomplishments, right? But are they continuing to learn? Are they continuing to develop? Right? You want to be under somebody who is continuing to develop so you can develop, right? So that you can attract more people, so that you have stories to share, right? I'm sharing all of these stories. I'm being intimate for a reason. I'm, I'm telling you this story because you need to understand that stories create bonds. Stories create that intimacy that you can never get by just giving a bunch of advice, like, for example, what if I just told you right now that if, and, I, and this is something that I heard from, from somebody else, they said, well, if you want to grow your your um, your audience, if you want to make sales, post 30 times of content a day. And that is, there is no context to that. Why do I need to be posting 30 pieces of content a day? Where should I be posting 30 pieces of content a day? What kind of content needs to be posted in it? But what if I explained? a story about how I posted 30 pieces of content over 30 days on uh, Facebook, specifically talking about the power of stories. And I gave illustrations about how it helped with my engagement, how I got more likes, how I got more shares, like how people were really just fired up and excited to learn more about me through posting 30 pieces of content every day for the for 30 days in a row right do you understand like how much powerful that would be if I just spend it on that direction so actually that brings me to another point that's really important that I got I want you to take away and it's this like a story has to be relevant timely and provides value here's the thing social media everybody is like, I think we all have like the attention span of like a five year old. You know, we're not really on social media on like and really paying attention, right? We're scrolling. If a video catches our attention, maybe if it doesn't, you know, the first five seconds doesn't thrill us, then we'll scroll because there's so much content to see, and there's such short am- amount of time. And now that we're all you know cooped up in our homes, right? What else are we going to do, right? So you're working with people who. Have a lot of other things that they're doing. Maybe they're trying to check their emails as they're listening to their podcast, right? (laughs) Just saying, right? Perhaps that, you know, they're, you know, dealing with a baby, right? And they're in, in the middle of, you know, listening to their voxers. Like, what I'm trying to say is that if you're not. Popping up and just giving people like attention, stopping like information or value, they're just going to scroll past you. And if they see their, your name, they're just going to just hit the mute or unfollow button and just keep it moving. So, in order to keep on staying on someone's radar, it has to be information that people are going to want to like and comment and engage. It, it's not about what you want is what they want, what they need, what they value. And so that's why I go back and ask, like, do you understand your audience? Do you understand their demographics? Do you understand their stage in business? Do you understand what they're really coming and seeking? If you've been listening to me for a while, then you've been getting value, right? And you've been getting value because I'm in tune to what you need. I'm not just going to sit here and sell you stuff all the time, right? I'm going to be giving you information. Information that you can walk away, that you can implement, that you can use, that's something that you, you, you're you gaining value for. So I want to make sure that what you're doing is similar, that you're giving valuable, relevant, when I say relevant, relevant to your audience, timely, timely for what stage they are in their business or heck, even seasonal, you know, for example, like I, um, Last month, I gave a uh, uh, episode on gratitude. Go ahead check that check that out. I think that's something that we all need to be reminding ourselves, regardless of Thanksgiving Day or not. But the point I'm trying to make here is that I'm always thinking about okay, what does what do you need? What how can I help you grow? How can I help you achieve? And Obviously, like I'm trying the best I can. Um, We're not engaging one on one in this kind of format. That's why I I invite everyone to um, connect with me. Offline, so we can just talk a little bit about this further. And if you're struggling, and if you're just by yourself, and you're just like, "Oh, I'm just so sick of doing this. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to engage. I don't know how to create that meaningful connection." I would encourage you uh, to go on DeniseChili.com and just hit the "Work for Me" tab, and let's have a conversation. Let's talk about where you are in business. Talk about. Let's talk about whether or not you need a, a mentor helping you alongside. Because trust. And believe that business can get a lot easier once you have someone peering over your shoulder, you know, looking at what you're doing, what you're and what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and, and coming up with a strategy, a plan, so you're just not like flinging things on the wall, hoping to God it will stick. And And trust and believe that investing in yourself and your business has a direct mirror to how you invest in your, yourself personally. I've noticed the greatest amount of personal development in terms of like how I relate with my husband, how I relate with my son, how I even deal with people has a direct result as to how I've invested in my, my business. So don't be afraid of investing in your business because even if this business doesn't work, God forbid, right? The tools that you've learned can carry you through life. So if you're struggling, you're just doing this by yourself, you don't have to do it by yourself. So um, I would encourage you, just hit that Work With Me tab on denisechili.com. But getting back to our conversation, uh, the last thing, and this is the most important part of the storytelling process, is that you always want to think about a desired goal that you want from the story. It's not so much that you tell a story... That is relevant and timely and provides value, yes. But we want a goal. What do we want our listener, like once we've got once they got the download, once they got this information, like what next, right? What do you want them to do? Obviously, yeah, you can say, you know, comment, like, share, you know, all that stuff, right? But do you want what next step do you want them to take? Like every story really a great story plants a seed in a someone's mind, right? Where it can just blossom if it's if it's in the right environment, meaning that their mind is receptive and they're open and they're willing to learn, right? It can blossom to do something different. This is where you you plant an idea. I planted the idea not so subtly, which I've been I've been saying over and over over again that you deserve to invest in yourself, that it it. And I've given you examples on my personal life alone. Like I I've been learning so much more through investing myself. It's been carrying over to, you know, making sure that I'm doing regular hair and nail appointments. It's been making sure that I invest in my personal health, right? I invest in my 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 physical health and exercise and making that a priority because in order, for example, for me to be an effective coach, I need to feel top notch physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, that means that I pray every morning. I do my gratitudes. I exercise. I eat healthy food. You know, I, I, I have an I have that attitude of gratitude. And it that that didn't come by accident, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come by accident and it came because my coach instilled into me that in order for me to be a positive source, right, not just giving you strategy, but just being a positive source, I need to like embody that energy. So you need to plant that seed, that that idea in someone's mind, right? Because that was instilled into me. I'm instilling into you, right? That you need to plant that idea that what next thing, where do you want them to go? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to aspire to? What do you want to motivate them to do? It, it's all, We're not going to just tell a story and say the end. That's not how... Any of this is going to work. We're going to tell a story that motivates and inspires, and it's your call to figure out what that is. Depending on what your offering is, right? Make the tie and make in the connection, and trust and believe. If you're doing that consistently, don't 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 tell me like you did it once or twice and it didn't work in the end. Right? You gave up. Right? You threw you threw your head up on the wall. Right? It doesn't work that way. I, you're not allowed to try something once or twice and then tell me, you, oh, well, right I need you to make an effort on it. And there is a formula, there's a script. Um, and and just staying consistent with it that I think is going to really pay dividends for you as you, not just your grow your business, but as you develop and grow as a human being, because we're all in it to learn and to grow and to share. So I hope these tips helped. I hope this is going to be a real big game changer. If you have any questions or comments or concerns about what I talked about, send me a message at hello at denisechili.com. Love to connect with you. And I just want to just encourage you to, as you kind of brainstorm your store idea, like always please make sure that you're doing it from the heart you're doing honest you're not coming up with tall tales like you're being genuinely truthful and people will tell people definitely will tell and they will appreciate the honesty and the candor and because lord knows in this day and age we're we're searching for the truth and we're searching for some a safe place to be so you need to be that place for your customer because they've been looking for it for such a long time well that is it thank you for listening Take care and be awesome.